Welcome, those of you that like sports. This is What's Up Doc, episode 45. Uh, we are here predicting week 10. Week 10? That's right, right? Week 10 of the NFL. I'm losing track of weeks. Uh, and it's a close race again. And Dan, you have gone from first to worst. You are 82 and 54. JM and I are tied for the lead at 83 and 53. Uh, and how are you guys feeling? Dan, I'll let the loser start. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, look, you say worst of first, one game back. We've said all year this is going to be a close race. And, I mean, if you guys want to pick chalk all the time and leave me to pick, you know, the <laughs> third time, of course, I'm going to take the other side. That's what makes this fun. And it did work a couple weeks ago. didn't work last week. But, hey, anything can happen. We're still in it. Lots of good football. And, hey, you know, maybe we're on to something, guys. Maybe we should just go to Vegas, just take only money lines. We would all probably be positive. So that's something, you know, maybe maybe we're I mean, really good at sports. We <laughs> we have a pretty good record. We're all plus 30-ish games. So <laughs> we would we would have a good have a good record. Uh, JM, how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel great. I'm excited to get this podcast started. Uh, I have a very, very special guest as a consultant this game, so uh, or this podcast. So you're just gonna have to wait and see who my trusty guest is. Oh jeez. Okay. Are you taking uh, the Giants against the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm like, is it Isaac? <laughs> no, Isaac's not here. But oh, okay. You just, but you just wait. Oh, okay. I already know what's coming, but I'll let oh, this will be, I have a good idea of what's happening. You Okay, <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh, yeah, feeling good. It'll be a good week. Uh, we'll see. I'm interested to see what everyone's picks are. The Dolphins don't play, so uh, a stress-free weekend, and it'll be, it'll be nice. Uh, but with that, let's just go ahead and jump into it. All right, we're here. Picking the games, uh, we're going to go game by game, make predictions. We're going to go in a specific order. We're not going to skip random games, even if we think it's not worth it. Um, and we're going to start with JM's biggest nightmare, which is this Thursday night game. And JM, you are starting this time for us. It's Carolina Ooh. against Chicago. Perfect. And who are you going to pick? <laughs> well, I have to bring in my trusty consultant for this game. This is I the knew, reason. I knew this oh was going to happen. He's having Cider <laughs> pick the game. No, 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 no. I have a friend named George. And George is a coin. George Washington. Oh, my gosh. I would rather flip a coin uh, because I think that I have better odds at winning the game by flipping this said coin than by actually picking it. This coin is literally oh also gosh. deciding my pick because no matter where you go against the Bears. I'm picking the yeah. other way. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own, George. <laughs> All right, luck, George. here we go. So since the Bears are the home team, that means heads will be the Bears. Tails okay. will be the Panthers. All right, here we go. I wish your video was good for this. Yeah, I know. It's all pixely. They all look like heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Just here go. We go. Carolina Panthers. Thank okay, God. Perfect. Give me the bears. <laughs> Give me the bears right now. <laughs> I was next. I'm also picking the bears. <laughs> on For the sole guys. purpose of both these teams suck. I'm the biggest. And, but the bears have a. 
Oh, the Bears have a bigger incentive to win. They have Carolina's number one pick. They have their own number one pick. Both are going to be like top eight picks. But if they beat Carolina, they get the number one pick probably. Uh, and so I'm definitely taking the Bears for that reason. Uh, Dan? Yep. Give me the Bears. Give me the under. Um, from a gambling perspective, the under in prime time is like 10 and 1 so far this year. Um which is pretty remarkable. That doesn't even make sense because there's way been way more than eleven primetime games. But that's what I was. Yeah, give me the under. These teams suck. Give me the Bears. <laughs> okay. Sounds what great. a what a horrible Thursday night. Uh, what a yeah, what a terrible Thursday. Let's go night to Sunday. Game. Let's go to Sunday. Well, Sunday we start with a game in England, I think. Um, and it's Indianapolis against the Patriots. It's not any better. Uh, I am picking first this time. Uh, look, New England's not good, but neither is Indianapolis. Uh, and for the reason of the the Patriots, I think, I don't know. I don't think Gardner, Min- Gardner Minshew is going to have a good game. Uh, Mac Jones has been playing all right. Uh, I think the Patriots go out and win this game. Uh, Bill Belichick's the better coach, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Patriots. Dan? That's interesting. I feel like uh, the the Patriots, I mean, I don't really know what their wide receiver situation looks like, and I don't remember the name. Is it um, – what's what's the name of the Colts head coach? It's like uh, – Shane, Shane Steichen. Shane – yes, thank you. Shane Steichen. I feel like he's been a very good coach in his first year with kind of a dumpster fire of a team. Um, I'll take the Colts. I don't – really think anyone's gonna play good in this game honestly but we'll say uh we'll say uh, indianapolis gets it done all right jm uh Split yeah the decision who do you have nick i think that that was just uh an afc east homer take for you uh listen maybe here's what, here's what i'm gonna say is that indianapolis they've got a good offense and their defense is very bad uh, they give up a lot of yards and a lot of points. But New England's offense is one of the worst in the leagues. So they're absolutely anemic on offense. So uh, because of that, I'm taking Indianapolis uh, to whoop on New England. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton more. Maybe it is. The AFC East is a good conference. All right, uh, Dan, next game, Cleveland-Baltimore, AFC North. You have a finger on the pulse. Who do you have? I do have my finger on the pulse. Um, look, I think I really like the Browns to cover six points. I just feel like that's too many points in an AFC North rivalry game. It is at home for the Ravens. They're pretty big favorites, and I think that's well-deserved as to how Lamar Jackson has played this year. Kind of the runaway MVP favorite if the season were to end today. The season does not end today. I don't think Lamar is going to win the MVP unless he absolutely balls out against the AFC North for the rest of the year. And as John Michael and I know, that's probably not going to happen, at least to an MVP caliber level. But look, they just ran for 300 yards against a very different type of defense. I think the Browns don't let them run all over them, but I think Lamar does kind of take over at the end of the game. I don't think we'll see the running backs be as involved as they were. Lamar tends to kind of put it on his shoulders I know as well as anyone being a manager of some uh, Ravens players that Lamar likes to score his touchdowns. I mean, if he spreads the rock, which he probably will, I I just think they have a better chance of winning this game, especially at home. Uh, So I'll take the Ravens. 
All right, JM? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I too am taking the Ravens. Uh, I think that the Ravens are going to lose one of these games coming up. It'll be a game that we don't foresee them losing. But it's just so hard to pick those types of games. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm not on national television because I don't have the balls to pick that kind of game. I'm going to take the Ravens. (laughs) They're favorites. They've been playing really well. And uh, this is the type of game that's putting me, you know, 30 games above 500 is because you go with the favorite, you go with the team who's playing better, you go with the team who has the better quarterback and the better coach. So I'll pick the Ravens at home. Yeah. Yeah, uh, look, I wrote down Baltimore before either of you picked, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, Deshaun Watson, do we even know if he's going to play? I don't yeah, know. He played last uh, week. I mean, oh, okay, I didn't realize. Well, even with him playing, I mean, Baltimore's on on a roll. Uh, Cleveland's defense is good, so maybe they can stop Baltimore, but I just don't really see it. Baltimore's defense is good, too. Uh and so I just don't know. I just have a lot of questions because of the whole Deshaun Watson nonsense. So give me Baltimore. I think they win this game. Uh, and I think maybe they do win by a touchdown. I don't know. Cleveland is going to struggle to put up points, I think. So it'll be interesting to see. All right. Next game, JM. Your team, Green Bay versus the Steelers. Tell me who you got. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers in this game. Um, I think coming up, you know, we play – at Cleveland and then at Cincinnati, the next two. And so this is really a game that we have to win. When you look at the standings of the AFC North and the whole AFC in general, uh, you can't lose games like this uh, where you're a home favorite. um, You're the better team. You've got the better defense. Um, Honestly, you probably have the better quarterback, which we don't have the better quarterback in too many of our games. So uh, this is a game that we should win. I think George Pickens will get the rock a lot. Uh, they'll try to, they'll try to focus on him. Um, and maybe that helps the other guys get a little bit open. And I really like what we did last week on Thursday night. I thought we, we put together some things. We established a running game. Uh, our offensive line played the best game that they have all year. Uh, defense is still playing well. Uh, the question mark is that Minka might not be back, but, um, I think our pass rush makes a huge difference. And, um, and I think that this is a game that we should win. So I'm taking the Steelers. That's fair. Uh, look, I'm taking Pittsburgh because again, if I'm cursed, you're going down with me. I'm two and six. I was one and six last week. I'm just going to keep picking the Steelers and see what happens. That's pretty much all I have. Although I find it interesting, you say they're going to throw to George Pickens. I find it odd to reward a player for throwing a little hissy fit like he did. Um, but I mean, maybe that's just the Steeler way. I don't know. Dan. What do you have? Uh, that's definitely not the Steeler way, but I mean, we see it across the league with other wide receivers that throw fits, especially number one wide receivers that are a little bit that are a little bit younger. Justin Jefferson has done it. Jamar Chase has done it. Um, everyone has that's to true. a level, and I would be frustrated that's if true. I was him too. I mean, he had one target in the first half. Um, obviously, don't like to see his attitude, but I think a lot of the veteran leadership in the locker room is going to straighten him out, as they do, which is the Steeler way. So I'm not I'm not worried about that, but I do think they. They give him a couple of early balls. Um, but look, I mean, here here's the stats, right? The last four quarterbacks we've played, Will Levis, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Matthew Stafford, and Lamar Jackson, were three and one in those games. And those are really good quarterbacks. Uh, Jordan Love is not at all to the caliber of that. And I mean, yes, you even look at, at CJ Stroud, right? Who has is definitely not Jordan Love. Um, he can sling the pill and he looked really good. He tore us up. 
But I think a guy like Jordan Love, especially with an offense that really hasn't been defined all year, Christian Watson might be playing. He's been completely irrelevant. I think they have to completely run on and rely on Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon, which I think we can bottle up pretty quickly, especially with uh, Cam Hayward being back in the lineup. So I really like our defense's chances. And good golly, if our offense can't get going against this Packers defense, I mean, we're in trouble. So I I will take the Steelers, and I don't really have – look, I my, my name says it all in the chat, right? The block jerseys are 3-0. and We're wearing the block jerseys <laughs> on Sunday. That's really all I needed to see to pick the Steelers. That's fair. Okay. Uh, well, next up is San Francisco and Jacksonville, and probably one of the best games of this week, if not the best game of the week, as I'm looking at these matchups. Uh, and I'm picking first, unfortunately. So, look, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think San Francisco is coming off the bye, um, but I still don't think they have their best uh, offensive lineman. Uh, Brock Purdy, I don't know. Once he starts throwing picks and becoming a normal quarterback, he's real average. Uh, and Jacksonville leads the league in takeaways. And so I think this Jacksonville defense might have itself a day against Brock Purdy. Uh, and San Francisco still is asking that question of, can we find a quarterback to run this team? And I don't know. I just don't think Purdy – I don't know. He He's not what we thought he was a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I think he's more – bottom tier than top tier at this point. So that's where I'm going to go with it. Dan. Yeah. The Jags defense does make this game really interesting. They have led the league in takeaways. You're right about that, which could be an issue for Brock Purdy, but I think Christian McCaffrey being the bell cow back, he doesn't fumble the ball a whole lot. I don't know what his stats are, but I, I know that he, he secures it pretty well. And if they can kind of rely on that, you know, we, we've seen the 49ers do this time and time again, where one guy kind of takes over and we haven't really had a Christian McCaffrey takeover game in a little bit. So I feel like he's due. We also have to look at the Jags playing at home and they don't, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not hating on the Jags. I'm just not a believer in them in these big time spots, um, pulling up their, their record, the teams that they've beaten. Um, yes, they beat the bills but they lost to the Chiefs at home in kind of a similar spot. And I think it's going to be the same thing. Vegas has the Niners at three-point favorites, which is – that seems like a lot of points, to be honest. But, I mean, I just have to kind of stand by. I think the Jags are going to Jags. I think it'll be a close game. I hope it's a close game. But I have the 49ers winning. Okay. Jam. Yeah, so the 49ers started last year 5-4, and four, and then they uh, won their last eight games to finish 13-4, and four, um, and then won uh, two playoff games to get to the NFC Championship. So they rattled off 10 straight victories, uh, most of which Brock Purdy was under center. Um, you know, they've lost three straight games. They went into their bye. They got healthy. Trent Williams should be back on the, on the left tackle. Uh, Debo will be back. Um, and so they're healthy coming out of the bye. Because of that, even though they're traveling across country, both teams are coming off the bye. I'm taking San Francisco. I think that, you know, we can glean a lot from season to season. I mean, we see what the Cincinnati Bengals are, right? They're slow starters, uh, and then they get hot. And that's what they've done the last, you know, three years, pretty much. And I think the 49ers are going to be a similar story where uh, they're going to get hot in this back stretch going into the playoffs. So because of that, I'm taking the Niners and I'm with Dan. I'm not a, I, 
I like the Jaguars. I don't love the Jaguars. Um, I think that they're definitely a playoff team. I, I'd be surprised if, you know, they made it to the AFC championship game. That's fair. But the AFC is a better conference. Here's a question. The, the 49ers, let's look at who they've beaten, though, this year. They've beaten the Steelers in week one. They beat the Rams, the out. Giants, the Cardinals. I mean, okay. Uh, the only impressive win they have is the Cowboys, and then their losses aren't great. The Browns without Deshaun and the Vikings. And so, and then the Bengals, but I mean, the Bengals are hot right now. I don't know. This team, like, you know, for all the all the slack Miami gets for not beating a, a quality team, the only team that's of quality that they've really beaten is Dallas, and that's if you consider Dallas a quality team. I mean, they beat Pittsburgh. Uh, and we know Dallas. Pittsburgh five and three, so. Yeah, we, in week one, which they didn't, they didn't have a winning record in week one, so I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe San Francisco can do it, but I don't know. All right. No, I mean it's uh, a fair point, Nick. We can't we can't only hate on the Dolphins, and you're right, but they did smoke the Cowboys, and they have a lot of big games coming up. So we'll see. This is a good yeah. test, though. Yeah, that's that's all I was trying to say. Right. So okay, uh, New Orleans and Minnesota is our next game. I pick that game first. Dan, you're up. Oh, Who do you got? <laughs> I mean, for two teams believe... that are five and four, this game I really could care less about. Um... But do you believe in miracles? I do believe in miracles. Um, look, I don't believe in Josh Dobbs, though. That's what I will say. Oh, I come think, on. <laughs> look, I think say. Josh Dobbs is a great aerospace engineer or whatever he is behind the scenes. And I think it's a great story. But I just – I don't know. The uh, The Vikings are 1-3 at home as well. They don't have a great home record. The Saints are 3-2 and two on the road. I just I hate Derek Carr. I feel like I say this every week and then I end up picking the Saints. But I <laughs> guess I'll take the Saints again. I mean, if they can figure out a way to get to Josh Dobbs, make him a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I mean, fool me once, shame on me, fool me or whatever. However Michael Scott yeah. says that, strike 3. So yeah, give me give me the Saints. I need to see one more week of Josh Dobbs. Yeah. JM yeah, I, I don't like the Saints. Um, I never know how to pick their games, honestly, because I feel like they're constantly playing against teams that are about the same level as them, and uh, they've played a lot of close games. I mean, Chicago played them really, really close last week, and Chicago had like five turnovers, and it was only a seven-point game. And so uh, I think the Vikings, with a, with a week with Josh Dobbs getting more familiar with those receivers, you know, the Vikings have won four straight. There's something to be said about that. Plus five of the last six. Um, I don't know when Justin Jefferson comes back. He might be able to come back this week from what I'm hearing. Um, I don't know that for sure. But even if he doesn't, you know, Jordan Addison's coming into his own. Hawkinson's playing well. Um, and, yeah, I think that the Minnesota Vikings have a lot of good things going on, even without Kirk Cousins. So I'm taking the Vikings at home. Yeah, look, I, I'm taking Minnesota, and I do believe in Josh Dobbs. Like, I, I just want you to know – on the Cardinals, obviously he was one in they were one in seven and they're one in eight now. But like every week the Cardinals were competitive and really should have probably if they have any kind of a better roster, probably win some of these games that nobody had them having a chance in. And the only explanation they have is Josh Dobbs. And then you look at the first game without Josh Dobbs, and it's twenty seven nothing against Cleveland. Now, could Josh Dobbs have 
what, was he going to go out and win this game against Cleveland? No, the, the Cardinals roster is terrible, but I think he would have gone and scored a couple touchdowns that no one expected. And so I believe in this guy. Like I said last week, I think he's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I truly believe that. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that, I mean, he's already been bouncing around. I think he's going to continue to bounce around to these teams that their quarterback gets hurt and they're really desperate and could use a guy. And it's like, here comes Josh Dobbs, throw him in and let him, let him run the team. And he's not necessarily going to go win you games, but he's going to do enough to win a cup to win games. Uh, And I think a game against new Orleans where, you know, they don't capitalize Derek Carr just, it puts up these crazy stats and somehow they don't score a lot of points. I don't know. I'm going to take Minnesota. Minnesota's hot. Um, and I think they're going to win this game. Just really quick. You do realize that Josh Dobbs was the backup to Mason Rudolph. Like he was the third string behind Mason Rudolph in Pittsburgh. Sure. And, sure. and to compare him can, to, to Ryan. Here's my question no, though. To, to, no, no, no. Hold on. To compare him to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was a starting quarterback and, I mean, yes, Josh Dobbs has gone to three teams, but to say that he's going to be the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think is absolutely ridiculous because they're nowhere near the same type of quarterback. He had one really good comeback, a really good feel good story, but the Cardinals, I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's a really bold take. And I think after seeing him in Pittsburgh and literally being the third string behind again, Mason Rudolph, who lost half of his brain cells to miles Garrett, like that, there is, I, I just, I can't possibly I don't know, Dan. him being. Well, here's my question though, Dan, you guys are great at drafting receivers and running backs, but are you great at drafting quarterbacks and evaluating quarterback talent? Are we good at drafting or evaluating? Which one is it? Because we either did draft Josh Dobbs. So, okay. That's why I said either. Cause so, so I do want to, before, before Nick makes me upset, because Nick, I was going to be on your side. <laughs> oh no! And then you go and say, "Oh stupid, no!" <laughs> things like that, as as if like we really needed a quarterback when we had Ben Roethlisberger for eighteen years. Sorry, you've never had a franchise yeah, quarterback right. since Dan Marino in Miami. That oh, here we you've, go. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't understand what a franchise quarterback is that can stick with your uh, team for sixteen to eighteen years. Anyway, I digress. But I am. I, Nick, I do. <laughs> I do agree with you a little bit. Like, um, yeah, I do think like Pittsburgh may have let go of Josh Dobbs a little bit prematurely. Even if he wasn't going to be the guy in Pittsburgh, he's a good guy to have in the locker room. Like he's a guy that I would rather have had in the locker room than a guy like Mason Rudolph. Um, And we're seeing that now, but I think there's a lot to be said about confidence. And I think Josh Dobbs has a ton of confidence right now. I mean, these teams are trading for him. They want him, you know? Um, And so I think that that does a lot for his morale um, and they believe in him. Like these guys are rallying around him. He's a cool story. Um, is he as talented as Ryan Fitzpatrick? Maybe not. Uh, but he's athletic. He's smart like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He brings a lot to these teams. And, and I think that, that teams rallying around him, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really have much to add. I just think I, I like the guy. I think it was, and they're similar. They're both really smart guys. Got pretty crazy degrees. I, I don't know. That's just that's where I'm at. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, JM, you're up on this one. Houston and Cincinnati. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati is red hot. Um, it's going to be hard for me to pick against Cincinnati, honestly, especially what they did their last three games. Um, Seattle, San Francisco, Buffalo. Um, they play 
Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville coming up. Honestly, it's going to be hard for me to pick against Cincinnati unless they, you know, sustain like a catastrophic injury to Burrow or Jamar Chase. Um, so because of that, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm excited to watch Stroud play though. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see if playing against like, a a really elite quarterback, like gets him pumped up. And, uh, if we notice like a difference in the way that, that he plays. Um, so I'm excited to watch the game. I think the Bengals win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I'm also taking Cincinnati. I like what Houston's doing. Uh, I think they're like a year or two away from being, and my goodness, the AFC is full of good teams. Um, I, I think they're like a year or two away, probably a couple of good drafts, uh, put some better weapons around, uh, CJ Stroud, but he's making do with what he has. Uh, and I think it's going to be a closer game. I think it comes down to maybe like a field goal at the end of the game. Um, but I think Cincinnati pulls it out. Dan. You guys both pick Cincinnati. Yeah, this is your chance. Take uh, Houston. I mean, if there was a chance to do this and have a team that I like. Yeah, it would be Houston. It would be Houston. <laughs> I mean, look, they're seven point underdogs, which I think is crazy. But. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll take. I'll. Uh, I'll take Cincinnati <laughs> just because they're so yeah. hot. But I think it's going to be a really good game. I bet the Texans cover the seven, um, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Texans won this game. I, I really wouldn't. I mean, it would be shocking in the sense that they're on the road and the Bengals are red hot, and everyone's talking about Cincinnati being a top the AFC North. Um, but you know, this is a this is a good test for them to really see if their defense can hold a guy that literally almost threw for 500 yards. So yeah, maybe a, maybe a comeback to earth game for CJ Stroud. Wouldn't be surprised if that happens. He's young. Um, and he's going up against, you know, <laughs> Joe Burrow. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm really excited for this game for sure, but I will, I will take Cincinnati for sure. For sure. All right. Well, I'm up now for this next game, uh, Tennessee and Tampa. And uh, look, I don't know how you pick against Will Levis. Uh, he, I mean, it's only been two weeks, but he's looking really good. Uh, and to come and play Tampa and Baker, who I don't know, Tampa started off hot and they just kind of fizzled out. And so I'm going to take Tennessee to win this game. Uh, and Will Levis is going to continue to roll is what I think. Dan? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Will Levis. I th- Here's the thing, too. The Titans are 0-4 on the road. And while the Buccaneers might only be 1-3 at home, I'm not completely sold on the Will Levis train yet. Do I think he's a good quarterback? Yes. Do I think he's better than Ryan Tannehill? Yes. But I'm not sure. And I think if Derrick Henry can take over this game, which he hasn't really had a Derrick Henry takeover game. This very well could be the week, but I will take the Buccaneers at home. I don't really have any idea why, but I will, I will take them. I think Mike Evans has looked really good. Baker hasn't looked terrible. I mean, he hasn't, he doesn't look as good in the last couple of weeks as he did at the beginning of the year. And someone has to win or at least compete with the Falcons for the NFC South. So I, I'll, I'll just, yeah. Well, New Orleans. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But New Orleans is fraudulent and Derek Carr's okay. a weird human. So give, give me the Buccaneers <laughs> because I don't like okay. Derek Carr. JM, who do you have? Mm, 
Uh, this game is a coin flip to me, but I'm not actually going to flip a coin. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Titans. Although I was going back and forth. I think if Dan would have taken the Titans, I would have taken the Buccaneers. Um, but yeah, That's I think fair. the Titans have a good thing going on right now. Um, I think just having a guy that is able to throw the ball downfield consistently um, changes things for the Titans. I think their offense is more potent that way. Uh, it kind of opens up the, the running game a little bit more for them, which is really their strength uh, when you have like downfield threats and the safeties have to play deep, uh, which I think is what, you know, what is going to have to happen. Um, so because of that, because of the explosive plays, I'm going to take the Titans on the road. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, next up, we move into the 4 p.m. games. Dan, we're starting with you. Detroit against the Chargers. Are you, what do you got? Are you sure we're in the 4 o'clock slot? I think so. <laughs> the this time I'm checking, it says 4.05. No, I don't see right. any game after 4. You're right. I don't know. Sorry, which game did you say? Giants and Cowboys or Te- Lions and Chargers? No, Lions and Chargers. Got it. Um, yeah, this is a weird game. Because I really want to take the Chargers, but I just don't, I don't know. And we all know that there's no such thing as a home game in LA. It's true. But I don't know. I think maybe the last couple weeks, see, this is my thought process, right? I literally have to convince myself into what pick I'm taking. So just journey with me in the way that my brain works. Look, the Lions, we've said, haven't been as dominant as maybe we thought they were going to be as we have a couple of teams in the NFC. But, yeah, you know, that'll be be my my thought process. So the Chargers are in the AFC. The AFC is a superior conference, and they're at home. So I'll take the Chargers. Okay. JM? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I know that Nick is going to take the Lions. Um, <laughs> he took the Chargers so last week. Yeah, but I just know you, and I know you're going to take the Lions against uh, the Jets, <laughs> which is like your other. <laughs> they're they're in your division, so. Gosh. Fair. You know, I feel like this is a game. If you look at these two teams' schedules, I feel like apart from the Kansas City win in Week One uh, for Detroit, I feel like this is a game of like who's going to beat a good team first. Um, I'm looking at both these schedules and, and, you know, honestly, neither of them have a real signature win apart from Detroit uh, winning in Kansas city week one, which was huge, but that's like a different season ago. Um, So I don't know. I want to take the chargers, but I think I'm going to stick with the lions just because they're coming off the bye, um, And because, the Chargers had to travel like 3,000 miles back. They're on a short week playing on Monday night, uh, playing against a physical Jets defense. Um, being without two of their top three receivers, I think, is a disadvantage. So, yeah, I'm going to take the gritty Detroit Lions on the road, although Jared Goff doesn't play as well on the road. So, uh, I don't know. I'll stick with the Lions. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, look, I'm taking Detroit. Detroit's coming off the bye. Detroit, uh, is more consistent. Uh, Detroit's quarterback is playing better currently. So for all those reasons, I'm going to take Detroit. Also, uh, and can I just say, sorry to interrupt you, uh, Dan, that's fine. Dan and, and Nick, but I think more so Dan, 
I think we're to the point of the season where we have got to actively start rooting against other AFC contenders. Uh, the Chargers are four and four, um, and they could get hot. So, but I think it's the time of the year, like in these types of games, NFC, AFC, like we need the NFC team to win as Steeler fans uh, if we want any hope of a wild card playoff spot. That's fair. But I mean, if the Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs, I can at least pick all the AFC teams. So I beat you here. At least gives me it's one. Fair. That's, that's that a is good true. point. Uh, yeah, look, I don't have that dilemma. We're making the playoffs, but uh, famous last words before something catastrophic happens. Uh, moving on. Uh, I took Detroit. I, I think coming off the bye, all the things you said, but also I think Nick. overall just a better team, better coach. So fair enough. Okay. Uh, who just picked Jam? Or no, Dan, you picked first. Jam, you're picking this Atlanta and Arizona. Who you got? Mm. Flip uh, I'm going to take. Flip the coin. Flip the no, coin. I'm going to take the Cardinals here um, because Kyler Murray's playing. What? Um, what is wrong yeah. with you? Kyler Murray is the difference? Yeah, he's a, he's a good quarterback. Um, you know, is he better than Josh Dobbs? What do you think? Do you think he's better than Josh Dobbs? I mean, it's questionable. Did maybe. he watch film or did he play Madden this week? Oh, gosh. I mean, he, such- he got hurt. Has he been he watching any film? Uh, yeah, listen, I think the Cardinals win this game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i taking the Cardinals. They've played a lot of teams close. I think the Falcons are fraudulent. Um, and I know that you guys, for some reason, love the Falcons. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Okay, let me be clear, because I'm taking Atlanta, but I have not been a, the only person, and Dan, I'm going to give you your props. The only person that's been a believer in the Falcons every week is Dan. I have not been. I've said they're a quarterback away, and I feel bad for all these offensive weapons that they have because they're not able to do anything. And finally, Taylor Heineke comes in and plays decent, doesn't play great, but they put up 23 points. Like, the offense looked more competent. Uh, you know, a quarterback that can actually throw the ball is it's a shocking what that can do to your offense. Um, and I still think they're a quarterback away. Like, I don't think Taylor Heineke's the guy, but I think he's kind of like a little bridge for this year. Uh, and they're going to get one of these Pac-12 quarterbacks or one of these quarterbacks that's coming out because there's so many of them this year. Um, and that quarterback is going to have plenty of weapons to work with. Um, but Arizona's not very good, even with Kyler Murray. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray's okay, but who does he have around him? Like is maybe he's better than Josh Dobbs, but this team's not very impressive um, overall. And so I think Atlanta is just a better team. I'm going to take Atlanta. Dan. Yeah. Three things. I have been a believer in the Falcons from day one uh, Two, John Michael. I hate to say it, but I think you're falling into the, this guy was a good quarterback in college. He was a, he looked pretty good his first couple years. He's had a lot of time off obviously for different reasons than someone like maybe Deshaun Watson. But I think it's he's just not as good now as he might have been before. I don't think anything really has changed. And if anything, he has way less weapons. I don't think James Conner is coming back this week. He obviously doesn't have D-Hop. He's got Hollywood Brown, and that's about it. So and I don't know if that was thing two or three thing three, but here's the last thing, please, for the love of God, Atlanta, give Bijan Robinson the ball. He has been a ghost the last couple weeks. He is by far your most 
electric player on offense. And we were talking about freeing Kyle Pitts. We need to free Bijan this week. He needs to take over. The Cardinals defense isn't that good. I love the Falcons. They're going to cover the one and a half. And they are going to be five and five, looking very good to win the a- the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. JM stunned us with that pick. Uh, Giants and Dallas. Uh, look, I'm taking Dallas. Sorry, Isaac. The Giants are the Giants. Dallas is better. Dallas beats these teams, so I'm taking Dallas. Dan? Fun fact. Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback in New York this week. They are 16-point underdogs against the Cowboys at home. And while it would be hilarious to see the Cowboys lose this game, they are not going to lose this game. They are going to improve to 4-0. And this is going to be really ugly, I think. I don't think New York has a chance at scoring more than 10 points in this game. So give me the Cowboys. Yeah. JM? Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> Uh, moving on, Washington and Seattle. Dan, we got. Okay, this is interesting because the Seahawks are favored by six and a half points. If I was a gambling man, I would take the Commanders in this spot because I think Sam Howell has looked. I don't want to say really good. He's had moments of looking really good, and then he has had moments. second most yards this year. Yes, but he also has nine interceptions so far. And I know a lot of them were in a couple of games, but, you know, he's been rocky, but I think Washington has started to figure it out a little bit on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, Seattle just got absolutely embarrassed in Baltimore, so I feel like they have to have a bounce back performance here. I don't really understand why they're such big favorites. I mean, they are at home, I guess, but the commanders are a tough out in the NFC, I think if they start winning games and get into the playoff, you know, picture could be interesting, but I will take Seattle to bounce back at home. Yeah. Jam. Uh, I'm thinking Seattle here. I'm not a, not a Washington commanders believer. Um, their wins have not been impressive at all. Uh, some of their losses have been really, really bad. Um, so I just don't think that they're a very good football team. So I'm thinking Seattle. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm as much as I'd love to take Washington, and I do think that the fact that Sam Howell is second in the league in yards is a testament to Eric Bieniemy, and the fact that the Chiefs' offense has looked so putrid this year. Um, that guy, I feel like, shouldn't have had to go out and prove himself, but he definitely has been with both those things happening. Good point. Um, I, I'm going to take Seattle to win. I think the fact that they got embarrassed, the fact that they're at home. Uh, you know, it just makes for this little this storm of like these this team's gonna want to come out and play. They're playing a Washington team that's not great. Um, and so I think Seattle wins this game. But Washington's frisky. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they found a way to win this game or kept it closer than uh the betting odds are saying. All right, two more games. Uh Sunday night, kind of a stinker also. JM, you can pick this game first. It is Jets and Vegas, the Raiders. Yeah. Um Hold on. I'm just doing a little bit of research here. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders in this game at home. Uh, they are 3-1 and one at home. They're 1-4 and four on the road. Um, and so they do play better in Vegas. I like the vibes that they have going. Uh, Antonio Pierce, he's a former player for the Giants. Uh, he knows what the players want. He knows what the players need. 
Uh, he was a player not too long ago. And so uh, I just like what's going on. Um, I think they have the better, the better weapons, the better players, uh, not as good of a defense, obviously the, the Jets defense is better, but I'll take the gunslinger Aiden O'Connell over Zach Wilson, honestly. So uh, give me Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm picking next. I'm taking the Raiders too. Uh, the Jets should have traded. Like, I think the Jets would have been really interesting if they had gone out and traded for Josh Dobbs. Uh, and unfortunately, them deciding to double down on Zach Wilson after Aaron Rodgers got hurt on the fourth play and seeing him for weeks and weeks and not deciding to trade for a quarterback is just very questionable at best for them. Um, and so I'm going to take Vegas to win this game. I think the Jets season continues to spiral. Dan? Well, I think one of the reasons why the Jets might not have pushed for a quarterback at the trade deadline. I don't know if you guys have seen the news, but Aaron Rodgers is looking pretty confident that he is going to be coming back pretty soon, which I think is very interesting. Now, whether that happens or not is yet to be determined. But look, I just, even with Zach Wilson playing quarterback for this Jets team, I think Brees Hall and, I mean, maybe just Brees Hall on the offensive side of the ball, um, it paired with the defense that the Jets have, like we can argue if the Jets defense is overrated or not. I mean, maybe you can look at some of their close wins and ugly losses and say, oh, well, the defense didn't really show up. They didn't really do much last week either. Um, but I think going up against the Raiders uh, who have, is it Aiden O'Connell as the quarterback? I mean, yeah. I think he probably, I assume that he's going to struggle. The over-under for this game is literally 36.5. It's one of the lowest um, across the board. I think it's going to be a really ugly, low-scoring game. And because of that, just because I like the Jets' defense a little bit more, I will take the Jets to win. Okay. I'm, I'm switching. I'm switching. Like I'm, taking, I'm taking the Jets. Has anyone switched? We've never had a switch. Are we allowing this? I guess we're allowing it. I've thought about it more. I've thought about it more. I vote yes. Fine. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, of course you vote yes. It's your switch. Uh, yeah, that's fine. We'll let it happen, I, I guess. Yes. Uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> can, I'm speechless. Can, like, I, can I, I switch? Don't even know. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, if you want. No, I guess. No, this no, is give me the Jets. complete anarchy. <laughs> give me the Jets. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, look, that's fine, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, look, if Aaron Rodgers returns, cool, but I don't know. I feel if like Aaron if the Rodgers Jets win this I, game... I don't know. He's not playing another snap for the Jets. Yeah, like, I I feel like it's all, like, Aaron Rodgers trying to puff up himself, and I, I, I really don't believe you can recover from a but torn he's Achilles a that quickly. Freak. He's a freak. I... Sure, but, every, but, like, but, but bodies don't... Like, even if you're a freak, your bodies don't recover... Like he's not, yeah. But you have he's to, not a Marvel character right, recovering from something. Like he's not, he's not just like saying this. 
I don't think he's really. I mean, there's he has no incentive to do it for a platform. Like if you look at oh. it, it, no, well, why? What, the what? guy who the guy who who threatens to retire every off season, so all summer everyone's talking. Oh, what's Aaron gonna do? Look, man. Oh, Aaron's gone on this. If there's darkness one person retreat. that would go into like, are you much kidding depth me? about Achilles injuries, rehab, ways to get back, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's literally had nothing to do other than rehab. I I would expect I mean if the if the Jets are out of it then there's no reason for him to which is why I'm kind of hoping that the Jets win this game maybe are around 500 I mean obviously yeah the in the AFC it's going to be really tough to sneak into a wild card spot but I mean if they're hovering around 500 in a couple weeks like maybe by Thanksgiving I mean who knows I I wouldn't be so convinced that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to take another snap this season. I hear Nick okay, typing but, away, but, so here we go. Yeah, because listen, listen, this is the ridiculousness of it. Like, you act like he's the first person to rupture an Achilles and want to come back. Like, Kobe Bryant ruptured his Achilles, and it took him a year to come back. It Same thing with Kevin Durant. Same Like, I, I just don't know how Aaron, all of a sudden, he's the first athlete who all he has to do is recover, and he's going to... He's the one that, like, that's all they, they're professional athletes. Of course, they're yeah, What about guys coming back quick from, like, ACL injuries? Like, some Next. guys do, some guys don't. There's got to be different right. levels of severity and stuff like that. Next. All right, all right, all right. I'll move on. I'll move on. Look, last game, Buffalo and Denver. I was going to, I wanted to do the fun thing and pick Denver, but Buffalo's going to win this game. It's in Buffalo. They're going to win. They're, people are going to say they're back, and then they're going to fall apart. It's fine. Dan, who do you have? Um, uh, yeah, I'll take the bills, but I think the Broncos cover by some miracle. I don't think the offense has looked so bad in the last couple weeks. The spread seven and a half points. Javante Williams has started to look better. Um, I think Russell Wilson is still a shell of himself, but I mean, they have rattled off a couple of wins. I mean, it could be an interesting game. Maybe I guess I'm just hoping for primetime games to not suck this week. And if there's one hope we have, I think it's the Broncos making it interesting against the Bills because no matter what happens in the Jets and Raiders game, it's really going to be a snooze fest. So I'll take the Bills, but hoping for a close game. That's fair. Jam? I could have a really bad week. I'm taking the Broncos. Yes. I love you. (laughs) I wanted to do it, but I was picking first. (laughs) Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos. Uh... Playing well, and the Broncos have been playing well. They're coming off the bye. You know, Sean Payton, good head coach. I think he's a better head coach than Sean McDermott. Uh, you know, I don't think the quarterback is as gifted, but I think there's a lot of things to... Uh... Can I? If you switch, I switch. Really quick. Sorry. No, I'm not switching, but... but <laughs> if you switch, I, just wanna... I No, no, no. I just want to read you. I just want to read you. Guys, you flip-flopper. Uh, the Bills' schedule. So if they lose this game, they fall to 5-5, five and five, right? And then their last their last few games, they play the Jets, which we could maybe chalk up a win, but they did lose to this team once. And then they go on the road against the Eagles and Chiefs. They play the Cowboys at home. They play the Chargers on the road, which will basically be a home game, Patriots and Dolphins. Like, there could be another three or four lot. We're looking at a team that could finish under 500 if they lose this game. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's, I yeah, I don't know. That would be nuts. I want it to happen so bad. Sorry, Nick Trippy. I would also love to see a stat that you guys, because there's so many times where you're like, oh, this so-and-so is the better coach, so I'm taking this team. I would just be curious to see like how many times the better coach has actually won versus 
the other side. You know, just well, better coach I know is it's very probably subjective. impossible, but well, there's like no, yeah, like it's subjective. Yeah, but the amount of times we say, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like, oh, so and so is the better coach, so I'm picking them. Like, I just, I would just love to see like what the success rate of that is, based off of our I subjective mean, I feel opinions. Like coaching matters i don't know if well, I yeah go, for sure like, it does but i mean i'm just saying well, like at the end of the day like based on the games that we've picked that's all i was saying oh okay well i was like are you trying to say sean payton's better than than what's his name sean mcdermott doug mcdermott well, that's what john is mike it? just said which is what it, it just made me think i mean I don't, i'm not arguing with that i think the history of the two coaches would probably lean towards sean payton being a better head coach i mean he's won a super bowl yeah i mean he's won yeah but yeah i mean i'm all i'm saying is like the times that we've said that i would just love to see the statistic of like what our win percentage is based off of picking who we deem as a better head coach fan listening go back yeah. tell us how effective have our the better coach will win this game be it's a, it's a lot, lot of, of listening lot of to go back to. Listening. So good luck. But we could use AI, it. And if you hear me, please do that. AI. <laughs> if this is the... <laughs> I know this is the end of the episode, but make sure you listen on Spotify. If you're not, uh, just go to Spotify. You don't have to listen to the episode again, but just play it for us. That would be great. Um, on our way to a thousand listens. That's uh, fraudulent. Until don't Spotify changes the rules again on us. Don't do what? That's fraudulent. Don't do that. Don't just play the episode and don't listen. Don't do what? Or tell your friends and family to listen. No, to. no, 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 no. Hey, I'm Mike, saying how this many is episodes listen, you listen to. JM, JM, I'm saying this is the end of the episode. I'm saying this is the end of the episode. So if you've listened to it not on Spotify, if you could do us the favor and go to Spotify and just play this episode and then future episodes, make sure you listen on Spotify. That would be great. That's what I was trying to say. Why I'm not saying I... don't just play every episode and don't listen. That would be bad. Why would I listen I if understand. I'm in the podcast? Well, here's well, you just said don't be fraudulent, but didn't you just say a couple weeks ago that if the Pirates cheated to win a uh, World Series, you would yes. be okay with yes, it? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So draw the line, man. You got to pick can a we, side. Can we end this episode? <laughs> yeah, we can end this. All right. <laughs> On that note, go ahead and say bye, guys. So long, friends. Bye. Go Pirates. <laughs>